Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the Lodge Cast Experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 120, Scream 2022. Hello and welcome to a stabtastic edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster with me as always is Brother Bishki. Hello, Sydney. Brother Lucas in the back of the Red Dragon. Surprise. And once again, our returning champion, Lodge Mistress Millie. <laughs> Who made that noise? <laughs> Lucas and I both said. Oh, that's wow. an echo a combo effect. scream. <laughs> that's a combo scream. Uh, which is apropos because tonight, whoa, we're seeing Scream. 2022. 2022. Oh, Lord. Is this a throwback? No, it's called Scream. The fifth Scream is called Scream. I'm already pissed off. You yeah, guys yeah, got to yeah. calm me down. You guys yeah. got to calm me I know. It should be Scream again or Scream. There's so many options. Loud yeah. Or like. Scream anything. Scream 5. Scream X. Stay alive, you know? <laughs> Stay alive. Let's call Scream 5 Scream X. Why not? The, anything's <laughs> better than Scream. But anyway, we're here. Scream V. And we have a very. <laughs> scream V. We have a very unique set up for this in that all four of us there was a covenant that we all share we all watched all the screams back to back to back to back we had our own stabathon on sunday oh and my oh my god, god. <laughs> oh it was, tough. it was tough going it was tough the law yeah. of diminishing it started returns. great yes oh First film, we can all agree, deserves every bit of it's recognition yeah. it gets. Fantastic. And you can absolutely recommend it to family members or distant cousins. Yeah. Mm. And friends, probably. And it's a great sign that after all of this social upheaval and changing of styles and irony and post, 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 post irony, it's still good. Like mm -hmm. the tricks that it employs are still cool. Yeah. How, how does it do that? I think because we can all relate to getting a creepy phone call from Maybe, someone in yeah. our life at some point in it's our true. life. Maybe not so much anymore because we've got Scam Likely popping up on our caller ID. Because they're asking you about your car's extended warranty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the first four films touched a nerve because... Does your car have an extended warranty, Sydney? Because, <laughs> yeah, we all get that anxiety when the phone rings, you know? Yeah. Um, and this movie, Scream 2022, <laughs> officially dethroned Spider-Man No Way Home, which wow. ain't no hay. Yeah, you've been yeah. crowing about that. That's big feet, man. Yeah. I mean, to, I mean, it, it knocked Spider-Man out after like what two or three weeks, which 
is impressive, I guess. Yeah. Is that what's getting us artificially excited to go to this movie? My my expectations are subterranean. Yeah. Well, after Scream Scream Four. Yeah. No, Scream Two was was good, like a good sequel. Was then, it? But no, uh, yeah, it was yeah, good. It was yeah. good. I would yeah, give right. Scream Two was, two and a half. Bones. Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. And then it slides but, on down. But Scream Three was the pits. It was like Scream goes <laughs> to Hollywood. It yeah. was It was completely. I called who the killer was without even like knowing or caring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, even with a it. nap. Did you nap in that one? I napped in during three in the middle section of three. <laughs> yeah. I missed. I missed uh, like the the birthday party at the mansion, but I woke mm. up during like the climax. Lt. Oh Lt. Did call out the killer during three then slept heartily <laughs> then woke up to see his prediction come true yeah it, it was like a it was like an episode of scooby-doo it was three yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot of scooby doings going on in these movies yeah i like getting the gang back together it was nice to see everybody back together in each of the you know different hairstyles the different looks i enjoyed that it's part. also yeah. funny because the first scream is followed by the second scream immediately Mm-hmm. Then there's three years until the third scream, and then there's eleven years until the fourth scream, and now there's been ten, ten years, ten years <laughs> until I think. this. Wow, scream, so. what are they going to be? Wow, how are they going to be looking? I'll, I mean, I'm curious. It's all thanks to producer Gary Barber, who produced the original scream in '96 and uh, got the rights wrestled from uh, the former Weinstein company after mm. the brouhaha and was able to reboot it successfully. Wow. And he's laughing all the way to the bank because yeah. he's probably got percentage of the, the, the gross points on this new one. And uh, wow, man, it's like the gift that keeps on giving, you know? LT is completely in his box office mind right now. He's not <laughs> talking about anything he might be excited about with these characters or this tale. It's pure commerce. Well, and I have a question. Though. Pretty Do we really think that people are scared of getting phone calls nowadays? The technology has changed so much. Way more texting in this trailer. Even since four, the technology around phones has changed yeah, so much. Do people even call anyone? That Yeah, that's kind of what I want. Just the call. <laughs> is do it people more even like, answer? Well, calls are more frightening now than they've ever been because it's just like, it's oh like, my who God. Who the fuck is calling? Who me? died? Who died? Oh my God. But do you answer? No, you don't answer. No, but on no, that note, you listen to the voicemail and you freak out. <laughs> but, but, on, but on that note, yeah, why is the voicemail three minutes? Um, but, but on that note, one of the other uh, cast original cast members not returning tonight. Uh-oh, oh, what who? is the the phone call voice guy? No, no, he's not. He's not. Yeah. Omniscient editorial note: the hothead spreads fake news. The same actor, Roger Jackson, plays the caller's voice in all five screams. Well, I mean... I'm excited. Okay. I, was gonna, I am excited. I was going to ask you I, to pump us up with some love and light, but yeah, here it is. I, you know, it, it was it was rough <laughs> after Sunday. I was feeling low, but it's been two days. I'm pumped. I'm ready to see Nev. I'm ready Nev, to see yeah. Courtney. I'm ready to see David. Like, I, let's do this. Let's there get it go. back. There I'm ready. It's National Popcorn Day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Unlimited popcorn refills. Yeah. I'm going to get a small and just keep refilling it over and over again. <laughs> Miss a few hundred plot points along the way. Yeah. Well, that's great. Okay. I'm going to artificially inject myself with love and light. We're going to bound up those AMC 16 steps, and we are going to see what Scream 2022 is all about. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. Love and light, Sydney. Take a little walk to the edge of town and go 
Before we get into it, we sat all the way in the back corner, like the cool kids that we are, to try to dodge this virus that's gone around. <laughs> you think, did you guys, we? You guys think we dodged it? <laughs> I think we did. I didn't hear. I didn't hear not one cough. No cough. And no. I'm usually in tune with those. Yeah. Uh, and so I think we're on the uh, upswing. I think the numbers are going down. Bishki and I celebrated days. National Popcorn Day properly. The other two stayed pretty much masked up throughout. So we'll see what happens. some gummy bears now. Oh, <laughs> you let some Sour gu- gummy bears, regular style. You let some gummy nice. bears through. Let's get to this shit. Bishki. 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 What's that shot? Ryan Tomatoes. 25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. Period. Sounds pretty standard. Very standard. Screams back, baby. (laughs) Requill. Yeah, they. (laughs) Everybody's a suspect. First off. What the fuck is this requel shit? Have, that you, is heard, have you guys heard of Wonder bullshit? I've never heard that of that. Complete but, but I'm old, so. There was a Warner Brothers executive in the early 2000s who actually invented and pioneered the word reboot when mm. Christopher Nolan was making the Batman Begins. Sure, sure. No cool. one had ever used that word before because when I uh, worked at Warner Brothers back in the day, they did a remake of the Poseidon Adventure yeah, called they Poseidon. Did. Mm. And the studio deli- Russell, right? deliberately told us to tell people it was a reimagining, not a remake, a reimagining. <laughs> and then reboot came like right after that, or right. the same summer reboot came out. So Poseidon almost had it, but there's there's sequel prequels, but there's no such thing as a requel. Sorry. Well, they they say that it's that it's a term that's interchangeable with legacy sequels or legacy sequels. Which I've heard legacy sequels way more than requel. Same. Yeah. yeah. Legacy sequel is is correct. Nobody says requel. Nope. Go deep on the forums. Now they will. Now they will. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a new group of teens in this. And we get to know these teens for quite a while before any of the legacy stars come hobbling onto the screen. What do you guys think of these teens? Like what? What? Amateurs, I, all of them. Pretty lightweight. Super I, lightweight. That said, though, painfully bad. That said, though, I did like inter- all the actors in all the world in L.A. struggling. <laughs> Those were the best ones, right? I do agree. But that said, I did enjoy 
the opening, the 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 cold, the actual cold open, as it were, mm-hmm. the phone call open. I think that she, girl's meh. good. She was probably the best. She's of them. definitely the best, yeah. without doubt. She was the best at looking convincingly scared. But Lucas, you're meh. You didn't like the opening. That cold open did not even come close to the Scream Three cold open, <laughs> where Liv Schreiber as Cotton Weary got murdered in his own house with the killer using the voice box of his own voice. Sorry. Agreed. You can't, you can't even top the cold open of the third screen? <laughs> Get the fuck out of the Dolby. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I was really? like, it was yeah. Flat. It was, I thought it was, it was flat, unimaginative. Too. Like, that's the best you got? Yeah, no, it was it was really silly. And then they had this whole, like, convo at the beginning about, like, how it was like, hi, this is my mom's boy. The, the whole thing was just awful. And it Forced, was so contrived. It was so weak. Listen, sure. Point taken. But in the interest of love and light, I was trying to break it off a little piece. Mm -hmm. And that's not where you break it. What Mm -hmm. I did enjoy about the opening, I agree. This whole movie is overwritten. There's way too much unnecessary exposition that we don't fucking need. And the beginning is not immune to that. But what I did like is that this movie can flex so hard on the world of its in-movie franchise, the Stab series, that now the pop quiz is about the series from the movie. Like, that is huge. When you start Scream 1996 talking about the old greats, and now you can talk about your own imagined legacy. That I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, what I did like about this this film, and I, there was a lot of things I thought that were there to like, but I I did like how it does sort of, it, it's trying to walk this line of like like you know being new but also paying homage to the past. Oh yeah, they, they're very clear you know? about that but, throughout. And they make fun of themselves a lot, which I appreciate. Yeah. But I did think that the opening really should have just that was that was their moment to shine because all True. the openings shine, and I was like, oh, they, the opening's going to be great. I, I guess I had high expectations for the opening, which is the reason why I was disappointed. I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't say it it shone by any stretch of the imagination, but I did like certain aspects of it, and I liked that they brought back two things. The fact that Ghostface in all these movies can be clobbered. He can be tripped. He can be mm-hmm. hit and he'll mm-hmm. go flying. Like, like Keystone mm-hmm. Cops. He will get, but it, it, that, I do like that aspect of it because you don't see any other slasher movies where they get clobbered. They take fucking huge spills, like comedic spills, you know? And also the brutality of the attack was. Yeah. They're not holding back. No, it's it was. The, it was and I like. I like that pretty much anyone can die. Like you, you can, and you can take stab wounds and not die. Right. Like that's a good People thing. People get stabbed so much because you get <laughs> in most slashers you get stabbed and you're dead. But in in scream movies you get stabbed and and maybe you'll live another day. Maybe you won't. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can kind of tell, like. In order to die in a scream movie, you need to be stabbed, and then it needs to like gut you. Yeah, you, your guts need to like come out visibly for you to die, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you need to watch the life drain. Yeah, mm. yeah. So we settle in a little bit, and then we meet these teens. And I, I got to agree with the haters in the back. They're not my favorite teens. <laughs> it's a goof troop. The the main girl. <laughs> ooh, ooh, flatline. Just, wow, ooh. how do you just cast her? Just one of the her? stinkiest actors. Oh man, just I mean, you got Nev Campbell acting against her. Well, like, it felt like uh, one of the producer's nieces or something. Here's that, the thing, though. 
I, I don't know why I'm the love and light one here because I was the one that was most dreading seeing this. But <laughs> here's the deal. She's so, so, so earnest. And Nev Campbell kind of is too. Ah, you know what I mean? That's an interesting like comparison. in all of the Scream movies, there's wacky shit going on around her, but she doesn't even crack a fucking smile. Yeah. And so there's there's kind of a legacy thing there. Just I agree, she's not the greatest, but lest we say she's too serious or too one note, Nev is in the similar mold. Yeah. But Nev's such a better actor. And can act. Oh. Nev, but Nev can rules. Act. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the crucial difference. And that's what you, you'd long for Sydney. And she oh, my God. It takes forever for her to get into the movie. It takes but. forever for any of those old codgers to show mm -hmm. up. But when when Dewey walks onto the screen oh. with his own theme song, oh, yeah. his, he gets his own theme reprise in the score that. Limps onto the screen. I've never been so happy to oh. see David Ar David fucking Arquette <laughs> in my whole life. It yeah. warms your heart. He, he does, and yeah, he was there to play. He was great. I thought his performance was excellent. It was Agreed. a good. Agreed. It was a good arc for him. It was commenting on his breakup with Courtney Cox, and he was just you know down and out in a in a in a trailer park, which you know that's that. That, that works, that tracks. Yeah. And he's been through a lot of shit and he's limping around again. He's Is it just because we ourselves are old that we want to follow his old ass around? No, he's he was a good actor. He was committed. He's got charisma. I mean, he's, yeah, got, he's got the heart he of the movie. Good. He's the funniest thing. And in he was it too. funny. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about some of our cast. There's a couple legacies amongst them as well. In the form of offspring, celebrity offspring. Shocker. We got Mason Gooding is the jock. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. Ah. I wondered about that. And then instantly, when this when this guy came on screen, the the boyfriend of the main character, the lodge mistress leaned over to me and she's like, "That's Pacey. That's got to be a Pacey." Kid or a Pacey relative, God, he looked just like him. Joshua Jackson. He yeah. looks like oh he, and, he, and he's talked like him. Yeah, and it a was weird. A character even watches Dawson's Creek during the movie. They in knew the movie. he looked just like Joshua right. Jackson. Here's the here's the twist, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> he's Dennis Quaid's son. Wait, Quaid. shut the front door. Yeah. Jack so. Quaid. What? Yeah, I saw you, Quaid in the credits, and I was like, "That's guy." I was like, "That is definitely not a Randy." Definitely offspring. not Randy. Yeah, like, no, Lodge Mistress is blown minded right now. I am so blown minded. So we got a couple legacies going around. He he was a pretty good actor. I thought he was interesting. He was fine. And among these teens, I just have to say, <laughs> Lucas. Right when he met one of these teens, he leans over and he's like, "That's the killer." Not too quietly, I might add. He said, that's the killer. Launchmistress said, fuck, he's right. And I said, yep, he's fucking right. God damn it. Lucas, you could have done what you did with Scream 3. Call your shot. Take a nap. Wake back up for the ending. <laughs> I couldn't take a nap in this theater because I, I wasn't high. I was stone cold sober straight oh, wow. from work. So I was drinking this like with an ice cold glass of water. Wow. So there's obvious, obvious 
throwbacks to Halloween. They talk about Halloween. They're in a hospital for a good portion. Uh, a oh. deserted hospital? <laughs> or like a COVID <laughs> shutdown hospital yeah, where yeah. there's no staff or janitors no staff or security. One security guard that gets butchered. People need to start understanding that it's not fun to watch something set in a hospital for too long. Oh. It's... The, it's the last place I want to be these days in a horror movie or any movie. There's like, also a lot of surveillance cameras in hospitals. So when she was attacked in the break room, I was like, so just check the cameras. Just see who came in and out of the building. I mean, what, what, what year is it, right? I exactly. mean, what are we talking about here? We've got the character from the past films named Loomis. We got the lead <laughs> character now is Samantha Carpenter. It's like, guys, <laughs> dig a little deeper for your call outs, you know, mm. like just a, just a tad deeper, you know. But anyway, they, they have a psycho homage. And every time there is <laughs> any sort of connection to any other movie or any reference, there is a super fan that was in our theater that was going Ballistic, <laughs> ballistic. Like, he was yeah. clapping. He was squealing. I had to cut. lean forward just to make sure it wasn't like you know someone in the movie that was watching it with their <laughs> family. The cut to the shower head. I've never seen someone just just the recognition of that it's psycho. They're just oh, howling. Right. That's yeah. right. Howling. The howling. psycho got a big laugh out of him. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And we. The cool kids in the back were laughing. It it was like it, it was like we were laughing on different beats with the theater. The theater would laugh on on the downbeat, and then all of us would laugh right after it. And just like a weird paramedic, like back, saying some bullshit. Terrible background actor, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, we were like phased slightly off from the crowd. It was hilarious. But the specter of old Loomis, can we just talk about him for a second? Oh, this, that, that, this is an is a, that is an this idea. Is a this, this is a crew ton. This is a crew ski fucking ton. That idea is something that comes up like in the writer's room when, when the screenwriter is like, hey, I got this idea. And then like you go to lunch and you come back from lunch and you like, look at what you wrote down and you're like, okay, yeah, that, that doesn't work. It's just not going to, like, how am I going to film this? Delete and like, it. Yeah. And maybe you shoot it. Like, maybe you shoot it and you cut it into the, the movie, but, but like, watching it, like, oh, here's man. What here's what we're talking about. Oh, man. Watchmistress, can you explain what's happening here? So, she, Car Sam Carpenter, <laughs> is the daughter <laughs> of Billy Loomis, okay? Skeet. Skeet Ulrich in the skeet, original, skeet, skeet. the original killer, and but so he's, he's back. She and we when when we the opening shot we see of her, she's down in some pills, so you know she's got something going on, <laughs> and basically she sees things. She sees Billy Loomis. Yeah, she okay? does. Okay, but when she sees him, he's smooth skeet. Oh God, he looks. They smoothed him. I don't know what. They de-aged <laughs> <laughs> our boy. They de-aged him. <laughs> And every time he pops up, every time he fucking pops up. But he's yet he's aged with like weight. Yes. So it's a it's weird the booze bloat, man. Oh, like it that's, is. Puppy face means alcohol at night. But Ooh. he's always popping up in like rearview mirrors and like reflections. <laughs> Bathroom mirrors. And it's smooth skeet all the way. <laughs> and it's just tough. It's tough. And and yeah, Lucas, it's like it's it's like your writer's room scenario or Someone just popped in an old DVD of Dexter Oof. and watched that because that's exactly to the T a serial killer ghost specter haunting a new killer 
and kind of guiding them. But like that's least exactly what Dexter it is. shot it where he looked like he was real. Like, I mean, she could have aged her dad up and he could have been He's real. He's a force ghost. He's a Star He's, Wars smooth oof. ass force ghost. It's mm. weird. It's it's unnerving. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah, it made me think of Scary Movie, the comedy version, you know, where I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. every time I saw it, I couldn't help but laugh. I'm sorry. You know, all these all these Scream movies have monologues about the rules. Mm. We get mm-hmm. a little one from David Arquette, but there's another girl in the group that kind of takes the mantle. What do you guys think? That's when the requels start coming up. I thought it was interesting. I thought they could have, like, leaned into it more because... Mm-hmm. There is just sequel fatigue and, you know, so these movies lean into commenting on that. But I like that they had a memorial home theater for Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy's yeah. character. I like the idea of a memorial home theater. Yeah. But just the disgust of just Hollywood out of ideas and stuff like that. They could have leaned in for more laughs, I thought. But Yeah. And then we get Nev back on the scene. Once the killer starts striking again... Old Arquette starts making some phone calls, and Nev is just living her life. She's got some kids, and she's trying to move on. And she's looking great. She's acting great. Mm-hmm. I want the movie to be about her. Oh, yeah, so bad. <laughs> oh, please. So bad. I mean, Come she, back, she, she truly has aged, like, so gracefully and flawlessly, and I was just so happy to see her. She could still be the fucking star of this. Yeah, yeah. she should have been. But man. maybe Nev Campbell, the person, is also just like, mm-hmm. they're doing it again. Yeah. You know, like she just doesn't want a fucking dump truck full of cash pulling up to her door, maybe. I don't know. But then Bishke had to get up, had mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom, had, had a little blooper, and <laughs> a little, had a minor blooper. Minor blooper. Bishke's bathroom bloopers. Sorry. That's when good old Gail Weathers, Courtney Cox, shows back up onto the scene. Right as I'm about to walk out of the theater, <laughs> and you miss the, the Gail pops on the screen. I'm like, ah, I can't, I can't stay for. I gotta go. I you gotta must. Go. You you could have waited in the wings. I could have. They had they had a dewy eyed reunion with her and Dewey. And it was so chock-a-block full of exposition. I could it it takes actors of their reasonable caliber to keep that shit on the rails and make it even remotely touching. Cause they were dropping oodles and oodles of info. Like ten a lot fa- of backstory, yeah. Ten facts per second at least. And they got through it. And I applaud them for doing that. And they had to do it quick because that's pretty much their only scene together. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sweet. Because the movie takes David Arquette from us. No, you should not have done that. Oh, and you should not have God. done it in that way because no. it was so contrived and yeah. so cheap. And I was like, how dare you? Yeah. yeah, it's like when Jamie Kennedy goes in the other one. You're just like, don't take him <laughs> don't away. Take yeah. don't take I, I felt the same way in don't Scream 2. It, it was an over miscalculation. Like, I know they got to up the ante and the stakes and blah, blah, blah. But you kind of <laughs> want to see these group, this core group of people. Yes, yeah. yes. Of, like all survivors Make of this. Yeah, and, and like also, in I did like it when the person was like, "It was an honor." 
Yeah, yeah. I did like that, and I got some chills, I have to say, when they were like, it was an honor. But ain't no way the girl killed him. No. I'm no. sorry. There's yeah, no way. you don't have the upper abdominal uh, uh, strength. And the I mean, thing, they, she slit him from stem to stern, from yeah, tip to from, tail, as yeah. Emily would say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh, another thing you missed, Bishki, was a hilariously blatant Pizza Hut promo <laughs> mm. where Jack Quaid is just kind of lounging back in his hotel bed and there is a Pizza Hut pizza box just perfectly lit, perfectly angled right at the camera. Mm. That would have made that would have made you smile. Yummy. <laughs> um Yeah, Courtney Cox, like, she's a little bit too like, here we go again. Like yeah. she's just yeah, she wasn't quite landing the way Nev is just right back into Sydney territory. <laughs> yeah. They should have given all the legacy folks more to do or more to chew on because we mm. don't give a shit about any of these other teams. No. Agreed. I feel if the original cast is alive and photographable, <laughs> you really owe it to them and their legacy that they have built for you, the new filmmakers coming in to mm. pass the baton yeah. or whatever, to, to give them a proper intro and send off. So mm. you really got to like, yeah, I think base it around them. And, you know, I mean, I guess this is a live rewrite, but. Oh, do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. For Brother Dave, um, I felt. That yeah, it should have been Sydney's movie again because it's been her movie for four movies. Mm. Yeah, and I was just thinking, you know, why not cast better teenage actors to be her children, right? And, sure. and maybe yeah. you know what? Honestly, I don't think Sydney Prescott, the character, would ever get married or have kids. And that was one of the flaws of Scream Two is that she's got Jerry O'Connell as her like Tom Cruise ish boyfriend. But mm -hmm. it's like no, Sydney after the first film. I don't think would ever trust ever, a man again. Ever be in a relationship with any man for the rest of her life. So maybe in the in the live rewrite version, Gail Weathers and Dewey are married happily ever after, have teenage kids. Yep. And then some shit starts happening to them and Gail's got to call Sydney out of retirement like Linda Hamilton in T2 Judgment Day. Yes. Ghostface And then and then yeah, you go from there, but yeah, uh -huh. to do it this way like we've been talking about this fucking like ghost dad serial killer and the pills <laughs> and it's like I was thinking this better not be a fucking fight club ending where she's the killer I and know. it's like all imagined in her head or something. Yeah. What did we think of the climactic house party? School is in the back in the same house, I guess, but <laughs> but the twist didn't the twist, you know, the who done it didn't land. Didn't the land. Because it's like rushed of it force. All. Like it's mm. all just yeah. so slapdash and clunky. Like in one scene it's daytime and the next shot it's nighttime. There's no like magic hour in between, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I I actually once we got to the house party, the the contrivances that got us there were not my favorite. The younger sister having to get an extra inhaler uh, and having it be at this house was not uh, super cool to me. <laughs> but not great writing. Anyway, what, once we were there, you know, they were having some fun. They were watching the original stab movie, and there was some interplay with that, which I liked. And once the killers were revealed, I thought there was some fun in the kitchen. But we've seen it all before. Mm -hmm. For all their Sturm und Drang about making shit more creative or, you know, mm. injecting some new ideas, they really don't. No. They, and Zero. they kind of rip off four. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, to, to me, I think four is not great either. But four did what five tried to do so much better. 
Yeah. Like, and just so our listeners, spoiler alert, like Emma Roberts was the killer and, and Lodge Master sums it up best where there's like this scene at the end of part four where Emma Roberts is giving this speech and she's the niece to Sidney Prescott and, and she's like so like jealous of Sidney's like fame or infamy or something. And Lodge Master was like, man, this almost feels like Emma Roberts talking about her aunt, Julia Roberts. So it <laughs> kind of gives it this more added weight or dimension, you know? So at least like yeah, Wes this, Craven this was like onto that. something. Yeah. I and mean, here it's like not even there. Just some subreddit kids that Ugh. are uh, pissed about the sequels and fandom. Yeah, it's toxic fandom mm-hmm. skewering. But Lodge Mistress, during the climax, she didn't do a live rewrite mm-hmm. during the film. She did a <laughs> she did a live gesture right. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. All she did was simply raise three fingers to me. And it was so chilling and it was so poignant. I was not it. I get it. I was like, shit, there's three killers. And I was like, fuck yeah. Okay. There's three. How are they going to explain three? No, it's just two. There was going to be three. That's you were really pushing good. it forward. You That's were really pushing good. it forward. I couldn't believe there wasn't. You got to innovate just a little bit. Uh, Add the, one more killer. And I'm sure we'd still be complaining that there were three. Yeah. <laughs> be like, oh shit, there's three. But, but you have, could have a chuckle about it as well. Yes. But like, I didn't understand why one of the two killers in this new one all of a sudden switches from the standard traditional hunting knife to like, oh, I've got a revolver now that I'm shooting people point blank in the head with. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, we're going to stage the bodies and there's not going to be any gunpowder residue on my hands or anything. It's like, what are we like doing? Like none of this tracks like at all. Yeah, it's willy nilly. For being in the quote unquote real world where Halloween and Friday the 13th movies exist. Right. And we wouldn't necessarily, I mean, you might, but we, we all wouldn't necessarily hold this movie up to that scrutiny if it didn't purport itself to be so too cool for school. You know, they're trying to they're trying to come across like they've thought of all the angles and they're way ahead of us. And when they ain't, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it falls into all the requel traps that (laughs) criticizing. Do we say requels on this podcast? I'm saying requel in every (laughs) (laughs) every legacy sequel we cover is now a requel. It reeks. You gotta give it a requel. Well, let's go to the requel bones. Oh God! I mean, what what the fuck is this gonna be, uh, Lucas? Just get it all out. Yeah, I uh, I remember seeing this trailer for the first time and just laughing at what we've become <laughs> as a society Aww. of just cannibalizing all of our fucking IP from previous eras, picking the bones clean for that guy in that row in front of us who was just eating it up, eating up his gruel, his member Barry's gruel. Um, and it's such a bummer because, yeah, it's like you could do so much uh, differently in a new direction and yada, yada, yada. But instead, it's like the same kind of cold open, you know, and the same kind of climax and whatever. And I wasn't quite clear why they killed uh, Kyle Gallner. And I wasn't quite sure why they killed the sheriff lady and her son just a body count just because they needed it they're connected to the movies i guess yeah um but i just couldn't get over how poorly crafted this movie was like it just like was all over the place nothing really worked for me 
I'll give it one bone for David Arquette and Dave and like Nev Campbell, but that's it. Like just for those two. For Dewey and Nev. One bone from LT. That's not bad. That's not bad for how upset you seem to be about this. Well, I mean, look, the the concept, the Scream franchise, like, it's proven itself, obviously, with four films already. So yeah. there, you could squeeze a fifth one out of it, sure. Yeah. But, like, come on, guys, just sit down. Yeah. Like, let's talk about this. Like, what was it? What was <laughs> it about? On it. What was it about the first film that we loved? What can we bring to this new version that's different? And and third, do people really want to see this these days? I want to sign up for a hothead seminar. And apparently they do because this movie is just cleaning up right now. Everyone everyone loves it. They love me. it. So there's going to be Scream 2 2023. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ugh. And they even talk about that in the movie too. I think you were gone during that, Bishki, when they were talking about how it's stupid to name a sequel the same title as the original. Then oh, why are you fucking doing it? Maybe their hand was forced by the studio. Lodge Mistress, what are you going to do about this? Look, I've been giving this movie some shit. But <laughs> the truth is, I did really, there were some things about it I did really enjoy. You love it. Um, you know, the kill. some of the kills were cool, brutal. I thought. They were brutal. brutal. I, I had to look away, but I, but it definitely was like, whoa. A lot of cheek piercing Ooh, horror. Yeah. And just, and, throat, and, and Dewey's skin. kill, which I just was, just myself gutted by, didn't. <laughs> I was like, why is it, why are you doing this to Dewey? You were gutted. But, um, but yeah, and I, I did like how it was like, no, you're a suspect. No, you're a suspect. No, you're a suspect. No, you're a I liked all of that. I liked how they were calling out that this person was a suspect and this person was a suspect. I felt like it could have been funnier. Like, again, like, yeah. like Lucas was saying, like, I just think they, they needed to put some effort into this script. It just doesn't feel like there's any effort put into it. Like, yeah. it could have been good. It could have been was, funny. Yeah, it was on its you way. Know? And then like, and, and they could have made more fun of the exposition instead of just leaning hard into the exposition. That scene with her and her sister. Oh. I mean, it has to be one of the worst. In the hospital room worst scenes I've ever seen. It, it was, was so boring. There was so much exposition. It was so unnecessary. And it was so close to the beginning. Oh my God. It was, it, it felt was the third act. Yeah. It was just, it was just awful. But you know, seeing Dewey, seeing Nev, seeing Courtney, like I, I did, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, oh, and I thought too, like if, if the, if teenagers today haven't seen Scream, maybe they think that opening was cool. Yeah. You know, but, but what it was missing that, that the first one had, in my opinion, was like, the heart, like the horror heart, like like when Drew Barrymore gets brutally killed yeah. and her parents come in and are yes. so upset, like that to me is what made that opening also made that opening so good Agreed. because it felt so surprising and so real it and was, so complicated. Yeah, it was great. And they and this was not was missing that layer yeah. that the first scream had. And they it was were missing, just all chess pieces moving. Yeah, around. like the mm -hmm. fun. But but I like that girl. More like checkers pieces. Like the the girl who was um, Randy's niece or whatever. Yeah, her stuff was pretty funny. Like some of her stuff with the rules and stuff. I mean that part was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, two bones. Two bones from the Lodge Mistress up in the love and light quotient in this red dragon Prius. Brother Bishki, what are you going to do? Yeah, I did check the directing team. It's a duo that did Ready or Not. And and I don't feel they know how to pace stuff very well. Like, it's just, it's just scene, 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 scene. And the script... 
and the, these teen actors. Yeah. <laughs> Man, but the legacy <laughs> characters do bring some gravitas, and we have a history. Uh, we have a history from this weekend and our stabathon, yeah. and so I'm bringing that to the to the to the game. Yeah, we were picking up on a lot of little callbacks from those previous four. Yeah, that you wouldn't necessarily know unless you just fucking choked them all down. Yeah, yeah, and I'm happy with. The amount of kills and the stabs, because Scream Three with Parker Posey and the comedy was not working. <laughs> you you were especially upset. <laughs> that that one was another <laughs> thing about Scream Three. You don't need to watch it. Don't watch it. Just Google Scream Three Courtney Cox hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> and just I'm not even gonna tell. I'm not gonna spoil it for you. <laughs> just look. Just gaze yeah. upon it. Holy oh, shit. Oh, me yeah. oh my. Shit was weird in the year 2000. It was like she was on amphetamines cutting it herself. Yeah. <laughs> There's some in dragon bus stop bathroom with like a, one of those flickering lights, you know, while someone's pounding on the door. <laughs> Hurry up in there. And like a shard of a broken mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so she never gets the full picture. Yeah. 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 It was bad hair. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, bitchy. So anyway, with that being said, you know, I think the audience had fun, and I had some fun. I thought the the climax was 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 at least enjoyable. Uh, one and a half, one and All a right. half for Brother Bishki. Bones. All right. Well, you guys have tamped me down a little bit, but you haven't completely snuffed out my fire. I I think you hit the nail on the head, Bishki, when you're talking about pacing, not pacey, pacing. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this movie in just spurts like fits and starts like something would happen and i would laugh and i'd be into it and then i'd just be like bored out of my skull mm -hmm. and then something would bring me back a little bit like a defibrillator just like <laughs> taking me back just just for a little bit it wasn't a cohesive whole and it didn't feel like a good hearty meal. It felt like a bunch of appetizers. Some tapas, you know? maybe? Some tapas. <laughs> a little tapas bar. Uh, maybe three stars on Yelp. Something's a little wrong with the seafood, maybe. <laughs> so I'm a little confused by it. I'm not angry at it. I think it's serviceable. It's certainly better than Scream 3. Ooh, but, definitely. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm going to be excited to see scream two when they sequel this requel oh. uh, i hate that i i'm so grossed out that i even said that that i'm just gonna end this i'm gonna say two bones as well so that's all i can muster right now and maybe if you if you catch me on a different day or if if for some ungodly reason in the distant distant like cloud atlas future we watch all these movies again, including no, this one. No, <laughs> Then I might have to adjust my bones ever so slightly mm. because mm -hmm. I think it'll stack up well in the grand mixture of it. Because things got dark during that stabathon, you know? So yeah, yeah. Scream 4 got so violent. It was like people begging for their life before they actually get murdered. And I was just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> So two bones, two bones for me, Elijah was just like you said, people who don't, who just waltz into this, not knowing anything about anything, maybe they will enjoy it. They'll be like, oh, it's kind of cool that they're self-referential. Yeah. I don't know. Question. Does anyone still have a landline? 
Your mother does. Yeah. yeah they could have played more with that. Mine yeah. doesn't. With all the telephone technology they could have played more with. But anyway. Yeah, they barely they barely mess with that. No I mean, FaceTime in 2022? Yeah. There's a lot of texting in this. No but Zoom? No little ear Bluetooth earpieces? Like Sydney Prescott was holding the phone to her ear at one point. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> fucking planet are we on? Imagine Ghostface popping up in the in your background during a Zoom meeting. Come mm-hmm. on. That'd Come be on. good. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if it would be good, but it should have probably happened. But it's more yeah. relatable. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Update your tech. And where was their mother? I know she was in London, but what a terrible <laughs> what a mother. Awful woman. Yeah. Where were all the parents? Seriously. They were away. Heather Mutt's zero. Anyway. They were away on business. Anyway, yeah. we'll continue uh, debating this into the night. Go see Scream 2022 and let us know what you think. Yeah. And if someone's trying to stab you with both hands and you have to use both of your hands to stop them from stabbing you, just remember one thing. Kick him in the balls. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. You get up and somebody tells you where to go to. When you get there, everybody's telling you what to do. Thank you. It's been another bloody Monday. And no one is asking what you want in any way. I've been giving this movie some shit.